Welcome to the Miracle Channel podcast. Every week, you'll hear powerful messages from world-renowned pastors that air on Miracle Channel, Canada's 24-7 Christian TV station. And if you want to watch more of their messages anytime you want, check out our online streaming service, Corco Plus. Follow the link in our show notes to create a free account in three simple steps. Today on the podcast, you'll hear a message from Daniel Fox. Daniel Fox is a speaker and teacher dedicated to bringing the encouraging message of the gospel to the lost. Him and his wife, Suzanne, work towards helping people reach their full potential in God. His teaching will open your eyes to the message of the word. And now, Daniel Fox will show you that God has a plan for your life. He will teach about the pursuit of God's purpose and the passion it takes to get there. Let's dive into the message. You can't walk in God's best if you don't know where it is God wants you to go. So today we're talking about purpose, your passion, and your pursuit. The pursuit of God's plan and purpose and the passion it takes to get you there. We're going to look into the Word, see some things, and I'm going to share some things that I've experienced and Really hope that it will inspire you to be everything you can be for God and for the kingdom of God. You know, God has a plan for you. There's a reason you were born. There's something on the inside of you that only you have. God has made you unique in all the earth. No matter how many billions of people there are, you are unique. And God has a plan for your life. You were born for a purpose. doesn't matter what your past has been, how many times you think you've failed, how badly you think you've messed things up, or how uh, questionable uh, a beginning in, of your life you had, how rough your childhood was. All of these things don't have a bearing on the fact that God does have a purpose and a plan for your life. And if you'll chase after it, if you'll pursue it, you will find it. You know, there's a verse in, in the book of Psalms that even says that God knew you in your mother's womb. That when before you were born, you were formed by God. He puts you together. He has a plan for you. Did you know that a, the Bible says in, in Proverbs 16:9, a man's heart plans his way, but the Lord directs his steps. So when we yield our heart to God, then we find ourselves in God's plan, and God is directing our steps. But I want you to really listen to this. From the book of Jeremiah, in Jeremiah 29, verse 11 through 13, I'm going to read this to you from the New King James Bible. For I know the thoughts that I think towards you, says the Lord, thoughts of peace and not of evil, to give you a future and a hope. Then you call upon me and go and pray to me, and I will listen to you. And you will seek me and find me when you search for me with all your heart. See, this is God's plan for each of us. We can take that Old Testament scripture and claim it as a word from God for our, for our own lives. We, we have the right to do that. We see this as God's will for his people, and Jesus is the same. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. God's will for his people is still to have, that he has a plan and a purpose. He has, his thoughts toward you are good, not evil. That there is a reason you're here, and when you seek and search for him with all your heart, you'll find him. You'll find exactly what he has for you to do. You know, there's a, there's a scripture in the book of Acts that you need to be aware of. 
It talks about us deciding for ourselves within our heart that we're going to do the things of God, that we're going to pursue, that we're going to find out what it is that we were born to at all. There is something in this life that only you can accomplish. There is something, and we need to grasp toward those things that have eternal weight and value, not those things that are so temporary. In the book of Acts, it reads like this. Barnabas, when he had came and seen the grace of God, he was glad and encouraged them all that with purpose of heart they should continue with the Lord. With purpose of heart. You have to decide for yourselves that no matter what life throws at me, no matter what I've been through, and no matter what others say, I am going to myself personally run with God's plan for my life. I'm going to seek God daily. I'm going to do those things that he puts on my heart. You have to decide in your heart that you're going to live this way. See, everything in this world that, that is of, the, of darkness, it's against the light. It's going to fight against the light of God's truth, the light of God's word, and the light of God's life in you. There's circumstances that are going to come to distract you, to dissuade you, to try to push you away from following God's plan for your life. Don't allow that to happen. How do we stop it from happening? Stay connected to Him. Get into the Word like you're doing right now. Get into prayer on it regularly and have faith in God because He did say His plan for you is good and not evil. His purpose for you is to walk with Him. When you search for Him with all your heart, you find Him. When you find God, you find yourself exactly where He wants you to be. In the world, many choose pleasures, comforts, things that, no matter how great they may look, all are temporary. But us in the kingdom of God, us that are in the church, the children of God, we choose things with eternal value, lasting. We're grabbing hold of things that will have an effect for eternity. When you allow the Lord to live in you and work in you, and you share Jesus with a friend, you invite a friend to a church or to a Bible study, you sit together with a couple friends over tea and watch The Walk on the Miracle Channel, when you do these things, you absolutely affect the kingdom of God. You are affecting someone's life for all eternity. When they turn their lives around and find themselves running with God also, and find themselves at life's end going to meet their maker and finding him saying, well done, good and faithful servant. Forever, there's fruit to your account. You did what you were called to do just by inviting them, just by sharing with them, just by witnessing with them, just by helping them, encouraging them to tune into the Miracle Channel, going to church, those kinds of things. You've made an eternal difference in their life. That will never change. Once they're in heaven, they're there forever. And you had fruit in that. That was You took part in that. You watered some sow, some water. But God gives the increase. Boy, that is an awesome thing to realize that we have a purpose in this life. And when, we, when God's got a plan for us and we find ourselves walking in it and then we bear fruit for the kingdom, this is the greatest thing in life. The fancy car, all oh, those things are nice. You know, the Bible says that as we seek first the kingdom of God, all the things are added. So we don't need to seek the things. We need to seek first the kingdom. Go after God with all our heart. He'll add the things. The things will come. You'll have the car you need, the home you need. You'll have the clothes you need, the food you need. But seek God. The things will come. We don't need to seek the things. First thing I want you to write down if you're a note taker, it is with purpose. We each must pursue God's call and destiny 
on our life. We have one life to live. One life on this earth to live. Live it on purpose. Go after God's best for you. His plan. You know the word says that he can do exceedingly abundantly above all we can ask or even think. So no matter how good of a plan for our life we can lay out on paper, God can do that much more because it's more than we can even think, that we can even imagine. Our God has a plan for your life. You need to chase after him, pester him day and night, like that woman that pestered the king to such a point that he said, just give her what she wants. I don't want her to come weary me every day. We need to pester God that way. We want your plan and your purpose, God. We want your plan and your purpose. Are you determined to find your God-given purpose? See, when you're determined, you're going you're to spend the time it takes. You're going to pay the price. When you really, really want it, like the word said that we opened with, when you search for him with all your heart, when your heart's really in this, God, I want to know what you've got for me. Why was I born? What do you want me to do? And I know that you might put something in my heart that I'll see in the future, but what can I do today? How do I get there? What do you want me to do today, Lord? When you go to God like that, He is going to fill you. And you know, it's going to put some opportunities before you to be obedient. You know, what's going to happen is when you start reaching out to God and saying, use me, use me, Lord. Show me what you want me to do. I'll do it. When you start saying those things, when you pray to God that way, when you're sincere that way, He will give you opportunity. And when He says, you go pray for that woman in line with the one in the wheelchair. You go pray for her right now in the middle of a supermarket. What do you do? Do you obey? Oh, yeah. And more than obey. Are you willing to fulfill your purpose and reach toward your destiny in Christ? It's those little decisions of obedience that really matter. This is our time. This is our time. We read all these things in the Word. We see all these things of Paul and Barnabas and Mark, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, uh, and the, the book of Acts and all the different, Stephen being stoned there for, uh, for preaching the gospel of Jesus Christ. You know, that was their time. It's wonderful to read these things, and we learn and grow by these things. The Bible is the foundation for our life. It's a living Word, and we need to put ourselves into it and put it into us daily. But reading these stories about these men, this was their time. And they fulfilled what God had called them to do. Now it's our time. Now it's your time. It's your time to find out what it is the Lord wants you to do and run with it. We have a part to play in God's plan. God's plan stretches from the foundation of the earth right up to Jesus' return. That's his plan for man. And his plan will go beyond that. But our part is within those parameters. And now it's our time to do what we can. Let's not let this life pass us by. Don't allow your life and time to just roll by, not fulfilling God's plan, not reaching out, running towards what it is he's got for you to do. Pray daily, God, what is it, what is it that you want me to do today? You do that every day, you'll find yourself on track with God. You'll find yourself on the right track with God. And He'll reveal things to you that you may never have imagined. Remember, He does exceedingly abundantly above all we can ask or even think. You may not have imagined it, but He's got a plan for your life. Everyone is called. Everyone has a purpose in God's house and in God's family. There isn't anyone that God didn't have a plan for. No one was born by accident. We talked about that earlier, that God formed each of us 
in our mother's womb. He had a plan and a purpose for every one of us. And now when we get on God's plan, things are going to change in our life. Living life on purpose will give you a strong prayer life. You know it will. Because when he starts asking you to pray for your neighbor or your coworker right there in front of everybody, you're going to have a stronger prayer life. You're going to be shaking in your knees the first few times. But I'll tell you, once you've stepped out and on behalf of God, you realize that it's not you. It's not you that has to answer the prayer. It's not you that has to do anything. Just allow him to work through you. Just be obedient. Be obedient and allow him to flow through you. That's what it's all about. We're temples of the Holy Ghost, the Spirit of the living God, the same Spirit that raised Christ from the dead dwells in us. This is why we will rise again. This is why we get to go on for eternity. You know, I just, I got news for you. If you never thought about it, you're an eternal being now. If you've made Jesus Lord of your life, you're sitting here watching the Miracle Channel, spending time in the Word. You know, the Spirit of God is in you now. You're an eternal being now. Your physical body may leave this earth, but your spirit will never die. Living life on purpose is not just going to give you a stronger prayer life. It's going to give you a greater hunger for God's Word because you know quickly that the, it's the truth you know that will set you free. You see that in the Word. The truth will set you free, but if you don't know that it's in there, how can you be set free? So you'll get into the Word more. When you live life on purpose, it's going to give you a greater love and a greater strength to forgive. It's going to help you with those things that most of us find most difficult. Just living life right day to day. Those little things that go on day to day. When stresses and, and things come at us and, and circumstances occur that are uncomfortable, it's going to give you that greater peace. A thirst to pursue God and your God-given destiny is what comes from choosing to live life on purpose. When you make that decision, I'm going to follow you with all my heart. I'm going after you, God. I want more. It's going to put that thirst in there and keep you thirsty. A heart to walk by faith and not by sight. It'll come automatically as you're chasing after God. You'll start to realize quickly that darkness does have uh, a few things that it wants to throw in your way. And you'll also realize that it doesn't matter. Those things are not going to stop God or me from doing God's will. Now that's the attitude you need to have. And don't fear what others say about you. Consider what God says about you. He's the one that says you're more than a conqueror. He's the one that says greater is he that's in you than he that's in the world. There's a passage in the book of Romans that talks about the full armor of God, putting that on the shield of faith and the, the uh, uh, shoes that are being shod for the preparation of the gospel of peace and a helmet of salvation, breastplate of righteousness, your loins girt with truth. We have on the full armor of God no weapon formed against us shall prosper, the Word says. We've got to be confident in God and have faith that He'll stand by His Word when we're running with Him full force, when we're seeking first the kingdom of God and His righteousness as Jesus instructed. When we're being obedient children, we have to have faith that He'll do what He said He'd do. That is a child that loves God. See, perfect love casts out fear. We'll set aside the fears. We'll run with God wholeheartedly knowing that He's our God. And no weapon formed against us is going to succeed. Your family's not going to fall apart because you chase after God. Oh, there'll be darkness that will try to do things and make things difficult. You chase after God with all your heart. And the power of God, the grace of God, and the Spirit of God will go about answering your prayers and fixing these circumstances in your life no matter what they may be. Peace after peace after peace after peace. God will bring victory after victory after victory. 
Some may say you're not smart enough. Some may say you're not good looking enough. Some may say you don't have what it takes or you're too short or you're too tall or you got no talent or whatever. But God says, you're the righteousness of God in him. You're a temple of the Holy Ghost. All things are possible to you because you believe. These are the things that we need to believe. The things that God says about us. Love God with all your heart. Trust him. Again, perfect love casts out fear. When, you're, when you've decided to go after God with all your heart, your heart's purpose will birth passion in you. That's what Jesus meant when he said, with all your heart. That's what that original scripture that we opened with there in Jeremiah said when it says, with all your heart. You know, when you go after anything with all your heart, it means with all of you, your absolute desire. That passion that's going to be birthed in you is going to cause you to be one of those that just presses on through difficulties. You know, when an athlete trains... We all start the same as little infants born from our, our mother and grow. And many with great talents find things difficult. They're trying for their, their goal or, or what they have been told they're good at. So they may be a, a track athlete. And they train and they compete and they train and compete and train and compete. And they work out and they just continue eating right and training. And many don't make it all the way to the Olympics. Many don't make it all the way to the professional sports realm. Hockey players, many, many, many that are in the professional ranks. Many that are in the professional ranks. We're told they're too small. They're not fast enough. Their shot's not hard enough. They're not gritty enough. And yet there they are at the top of the game, the elite of this world in professional hockey, making millions of dollars a season because they persevered. They, they had passion. They put some effort and some real grit behind their dream, and they went after it with all their might, with all their strength. This is the passion we need. Passion will keep you on course, fulfilling your destiny. Success in a pursuit isn't always determined by our head knowledge. No, it's by our heart, by our heart action. It's the action of our heart. We put our heart into it, and we don't quit when others say we haven't got the stuff. We don't quit when difficulties come. We don't quit when adversity comes. We have small failures along the way. We get back up, brush the dust off, and keep running with God's plan. We know in our heart, once we know in our heart that we're living life for God on purpose, and He's starting to reveal where He wants us to go and things He wants us to do, we're not going to let things stop if we keep that passion alive. You keep that passion alive by feeding on the Word, feeding on on the Spirit of God through prayer and, and meditating on the Word, just growing as a believer and being obedient to Him and talking to Him day by day, having that one-on-one -on -one relationship with the Father. Again, it's not head knowledge that's going to cause success in your life. It's that effort. You know, boxers compete, and many, many end up in championship fights because of years of trying. You don't think they didn't get punched in the face a few times, knocked down a few times, and lose some fights. That happens, but yet they end up with a championship, world champion belt around because they persevere. They keep going and they keep going. When the going gets tough, yeah, the tough, they get going. And that's who we are in God. It's not up to us in our own strength. It's God in us, gives us the strength we need, fills in the gaps, the places that we maybe don't have what it takes. doesn't matter. God has what it takes to fulfill your destiny in God. So be passionate about it. Our passion is going to feed our endurance. So we find, we make a decision. We're going after God's purpose and plan for our life. Then we start taking steps towards it daily, seeking Him and daily being obedient. 
and we grow passionate about it. And the more passionate we get, we find that we have an ability to keep going because we know, once we know that we know we're on track with God, my goodness, our passion will feed that endurance. Galatians 6, 9, New King James says this, And let us not grow weary while doing good, for in due season we shall reap if we do not lose heart. So what do we determine to do? You know, what, what can I do today? Well, today you can pursue your God-given destiny. We're talking about purpose, we're talking about passion, and we're talking about going after it. Pursue it. Hebrews 12, 1 and 2 says, Therefore we also, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight and the sin which so easily besets us, and let us run the race with endurance, that race that's set before us looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith. That's what we do. We keep going, realizing that nothing's going to stop us now. We're on track with God. We're running with God. My sister, my brother, you need to run your race. The Bible didn't say stroll or walk or sit. It says run. And I don't know if you've ever run any long distance. But boy, when you run, there comes a time when you start getting this little stitch in your side, this pain. You, and, and a good distance runner, they've learned. Just keep running. Just keep running, and you'll run right through that pain. You'll get a second wind, and you'll just keep going. Running takes effort, yeah. But you know what? Running gets you somewhere quicker than walking, a lot quicker than walking. And that's God's best for you. God's got a plan and a purpose for each and every one of us. We need to get after it. We need to get passionate about it, and we need to pursue it. Our future is awesome. Your future with God is beyond what you can even ask or think right now. Go with God Run with them with all your heart and all your passion. Souls are at stake. You know, we work for the kingdom of God. So you need to find your purpose. You need to get passionate about it. And you need to run with it. Isaiah 40 verse 31 says, But those who wait on the Lord shall renew their strength. So you're not going to peter out. It goes on to say, They shall mount up with wings like eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. You know, I just want to be much like Paul. You know, 2 Timothy 4, 7, it records these words. I have fought the good fight. I've finished the race. I have kept the faith. What a wonderful place to come towards the end of our life. When we can say those words with confidence. When we've found that we've spent our life running with God. We may not change the whole world. We may not be a household name. Those things don't matter. The rewards are all the same if we are obedient to God and did what He had purposed for us to do, lived our life on purpose and on track with Him, whether He calls us to be a teacher, an evangelist, a plumber, daycare worker, a welder. It makes no difference. If we're obedient, then we're going to bear fruit for the kingdom and be able to say those words, I fought the fight. I've finished the race. I've kept the faith. You know, to come to that place in our life, what a beautiful end. Instead of a life filled with regrets, instead we have a life looking back that we walked with God and did as He requested. And that's all any of us can do. 
and our rewards will be great in heaven. And all along the way, what an adventure, running with God. He's got a plan and a purpose for you. Don't ever give up on God. He'll never give up on you. You stick with Him, He'll stick with you. And God bless you throughout this week. I hope you have a wonderful week. Spend time in prayer. Spend time in the Word. And sow something to the Miracle Channel. Bless others as God has blessed you. Thanks for joining us today. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast to hear more great messages from inspiring teachers like Daniel Fox. Rate this podcast and write a review if you haven't already. And share this message so others can be encouraged by this teaching too. So subscribe, rate, review, and share. We hope you were inspired by today's message. God bless.